This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. Alex. Hello. And Gojo. Yep. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands at the network and will help us to continue bleh, help us continue to bring you content that you enjoy. Man, I, I can't say any of this stuff ever. Yeah. Uh, guess I, what? Why don't you just pre-record it? It's the same stuff every Shut time. Shut up. <laughs> so we can have moments like this. Yeah, man. It shows people that just pre-record this. Moment. We have no shame. <laughs> I think they learned that on episode one. Yeah, <laughs> no shame. At least about halfway through that. Yeah. yeah. The Midwest Podcast Network Apparel is now available. You can purchase Game Nerds and Film Nerds Apparel via the support store on our website www.midwestgamenerds.com. If you don't like any of the clothes but you want to show support, you can donate money. That's pretty cool. There's different levels of donation. Uh, so yeah, and we'll talk about how awesome you are on the next episode. If you actually do donate or buy clothes, David Smith bought some stuff. Yeah. I need to send it to him still. He's been waiting for it forever. I know. So, well, yeah, I mean, he's also been waiting like since he ordered it, it's been about two weeks, which is oh. like my cutoff time. <laughs> so I actually have to like get it done and send it to him, but I have to remake the screens. If you hadn't have just said go. that in the podcast, maybe you wouldn't know. I want David to know that I care about him. Okay. Anyways, Good as job, always. David. If you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds so you can see all our awesome uh, you know, flicks that we like to take and the screenshots and the stuff that we buy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where did yeah. you channel that from? I just did. Pancakes man. is ready. Pancakes is ready. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. This is my commercial. <laughs> All right, the last episode's question of the week was, what upcoming game releases are you most excited for and why? We actually had a few responses from Facebook. Yoop said he was looking forward to Uncharted 4. He was a really big fan of the rest of the series, and he's pretty pumped to play that. Agreed. Um, Robin said that the next installment of Mass Effect, which is Mass Effect Andromeda, right? Yep. Yeah. He's pretty pumped for that. And I'm Pat, very pumped for that. I think a lot of people are because it's such a big series. Same thing with Uncharted. I mean, I'm interested to see what it is. I'm I don't. I have no idea. A Mass what Effect game? Yeah, but like, is it a good one or a bad one? It's actually like, is it it's, two or is it anything else? It's probably going to be a, a MOBA or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, it's a Telltale game, <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be great. They've been working on a uh, five-hour game for like five years. <laughs> yeah, <or something>. exactly. <laughs> It's got the, they rebuilt the, the entire citadel and you can walk all the way around it, but there's still only like four people. How long oh, was the it's, order? In it's a walking simulator version of Mass Effect. Yeah. So you actually walk all the way around all of the citadel and you do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Or there space travel no is real time. So you're like actually spending entire <laughs> just <laughs> like years no, of talking life. No warp speed. Seth no. Green recorded like 10 hours of dialogue. So you can sit there and talk Star, to him. Star Trek simulator. Uh, 
Uh, and Pat said he's looking forward to the division, which I, I mean, Brian yes. and I are. I don't know about you guys. I don't know, Alex, if you're convinced yet after that. Oh, open I played beta. a little bit of that. I'm not. I mean, it, I think it's a. I think it's a mechanically good game. I'm just not ready for more MMO stuff. I'm so like, right. like I don't. I just don't want to devote all of my time to like keeping up with a game where I will probably fall behind everybody because I'm so busy. Right. So that's that's my reservation with that game. I think it plays really well. It's super polished looks great there's actually storytelling going on which is awesome uh there's a lot of customizability if you're into that or you can completely ignore it if you don't care about it that's all really cool i just uh i don't know if i want to sink that amount of time into that game i and i think that's part of why maybe they put level caps on things now like you get to that level cap and then you don't really have to keep playing you can put it away for a while and then they release new content with another level cap and then you as a casual player can bump up to the next level and play a little longer and then put it away for the next expansion you know kind of like that that's how i would maybe approach it but yeah but i feel like i like have so little time that i won't even make it to those caps in like a reasonable amount of time but it's not that difficult to level up to be honest I, I I know it's not, but then if even if I'm just focusing on leveling up, am I going to play through all the content? That like, am I going to have enough time to play through all the content that they have? And am I going to like? I'm sure there's going to be dailies or something like that that yeah. you got to do in the game, and I just don't want to play a game that feels like a job. <laughs> I have no, one I of got those. You. <laughs> well, I can tell you, running around the dark zone with some friends. Making people's lives miserable or helping like, other people I mean, out so does we, not feel like a job. One of the most <laughs> fun, fun experiences like I had playing was when we ended up teaming up with uh, like literally like twelve other people to hunt down like three rogue agents. Yeah, because yeah. they were just destroying the server, That's, and we and they were it wasn't just that they were destroying it; they were talking so much shit at the same time, and yeah. everybody just got sick of them. Yeah, so. there's proximity chat, and yeah. we were using it, and I like. I aimed my gun at like some random dude because I wanted to see like his name and like whatever. I don't know. I was just fucking around, but, uh, he, he started talking shit about it. <laughs> so then we, uh, so then I formed just, like, an alliance I, against I, these guys. I threw a sticky bomb at him and then <laughs> oh, he, yeah, killed, and he me. killed us all and I lost all my stuff yeah. and then we formed an alliance, but it, it was, was awesome. pretty fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Pat's also excited for the backwards compatibility of Skate 3 because he was a big fan of that. I never got into the Skate series. I was more of a, uh, well, Skate or, you know, Tony Hawk I wasn't a fan of. I, Thrasher, Skate, and Destroy was my jam on PlayStation. Skate was kind of like Generation 3 of that stuff. Because yeah. you had like Thrasher and Tony Hawk were like Generation 1. And then like Tony Hawk's Underground was like Generation 2 in the PlayStation 3 right. era. And then Skate was like the it was really the only real contender for for um PS3 and 360 skating video games. Thrasher well, seemed like the like the Gran Turismo of skating games and then Tony Hawk was like the need for speed of yeah, skating you games can put it and that then way. skate seemed like the combination of those two. Thrasher sounds like it'd be the I, most metal game of I them think all. It was awesome. The entire soundtrack was like 80s and 90s hip hop. It was amazing. Yeah, but all you got to listen to is White Lines. Yeah, White so. Lines. Just put it and on tri- And they had Tribe Called Quest on there too. So yeah. there's there's some good stuff. The, I, I think, if my understanding is correct, I think Skate is more Gran Turismo than even Thrasher is. Right on. Like it's it's much more of a, you know how like the EA Fight Night kind of games are a much more like boxing 
simulator more so than an arcade boxing game yeah. i think they took that same kind of control scheme and applied it to skating that's so. pretty cool can you yeah. uh like tune your skateboard to get an extra millisecond grind time or that something? i don't know because that would be more i'm like not Grand i'm not sure how much there's I would customizable just, i would assume that it doesn't have the sort of like weeble wobble never fall down grinding that tony hawk has <laughs> like, yeah yeah i think it's a i think it's a lot more realistic that should be that, the next skateboard game weeble name. wobble skateboarding yeah <laughs> skating you heard it here first there you go It'll be um, Wiggles themed. <laughs> so it's the Wiggles Weeble Wobble skateboarding game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hardest game name to say. Uh, what else? Uh, some listener feedback in a previous question of the week from Jason Kimmel. Jason emailed us and said, I played Ark Survival Evolved a bit on the X-Bone and have found it qu- quite, I'm sorry, really interesting. The way it just drops you in and doesn't tell you much is pretty cool, I thought. I'm hoping for the finished polished product whenever it comes out. Hopefully the early access model will be able to help small dev teams fix their games and get feedback before release. I think it could really lead to more great indie games. I've been mainly playing Black Ops 3 because I'm a COD junkie and it's easily the best online competitive play since Black Ops 2. The Treyarch dev team is easily the best dev team making COD games of the two or three still making them. I agree with all that. What yeah. are you guys looking at me for? Yes. No, nothing. I don't know. It is actually fun. Best COD 3 is the best since COD 2. I'm like, oh. Oh, no, okay. Black, Black Ops, Ops 2. Yeah. yeah, there but, were three other games in between that sucked. Yeah, I, yeah what I'm did just you, so had, you, you had Ghosts and you had um, Ghosts, Modern Warfare three, and Advanced and Warfare. Advanced Warfare, yeah, yeah, not in that order, but yeah, I'm just, I think I'm so tuned out of Call of Duty now that it's just, it's, I like, was it's so like, it's ex- like we're talking about a different industry now. I'm so inexperienced in that that all of those still feel the same. Like I right. could probably play Modern Warfare Four and Black Ops Three and be like, "Yeah, they didn't change anything." You're right, but so, um, Black but Ops Three doesn't actually feel exactly the same. Like yeah. it has the same general like shooting feel and stuff, which is good because I mean that's part of the game. But um, the wall running the, like, and like getting the sliding hit with a tomahawk in. like across the level as soon as you spawn. Uh, no yeah i mean cheap shit does happen though but that's because these people play these games like day in and day out and you don't i i think it's the people who play the games more than the games themselves no offense to anybody who plays call of duty here i'm sure you're wonderful people but but there's also there's a lot of people who are not wonderful people and that's as big a turn that's the bigger turn biggest turn off to me uh i'm sure i would play the game and love it but well, i don't want to play with you people i can definitely say a lot of the we people playing the division people. were pr- probably from that crowd yeah they you're gonna certainly, want to certainly we're not division. wonderful people <laughs> yeah. i'm i i think i'm just at a point where it's like i don't want to play that many shooters anymore yeah um I, I mean you're big into the rpg simulation kind of thing right i mean the the, the division might have something for you because it is very like it you can't look at it as the the best description was it, it's an RPG that has shooting elements, whereas like Destiny is a shooter with RPG elements. Okay. Like, so it's kind of the flip on that. It has it's a little more immersive on the RPG spectrum of things, and not so much on the shooter part. The shooter thing is like definitely secondary because it treats shooting and combat 
as a strategic thing as opposed to just like running and gunning, which you still can run and gun if you want, but it's definitely something where like it's not a good idea. You as you as a single player by yourself in the dark zone could actually hold off a team of three or four people if you do it properly. Okay. If you're Zach, which is cool. I don't know about anybody <laughs> yeah, else. If you have the Zach buff, because I've seen it. Zach's just sitting in a throne atop the Empire State Building right now. And <laughs> a, te- a team of four with a Zach buff can take on the whole server. <laughs> yeah, we did that, actually. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, so Jason wraps up this email by saying, you guys are doing a great job of covering a lot of titles on a lot of platforms by all playing different things independently, seemingly, and reporting back. I'm digging the show. Keep up the good work. I don't need anything free, but you said you wanted some feedback, so here it is. So I want to thank Jason for sending that in. I really appreciate it. It's good to know people like what we do. So I think you should fair. get double free stuff. Double free stuff. I still like, have. Oh, even, you don't want free stuff? I have. Here you go. There are. I do have some free. Like I want to. Okay, so I posted on the Instagram. You can go look. I had Midwest Game Nerds like wooden coasters made. Yeah, so I, saw I just saw pictures of dogs and other various <laughs> things. But yeah, and I want to get more of the coasters made so that we can like send them out to people. So That'd be cool. and so that we cannot ruin the finish on this beautiful table. Here, don't ruin the finish what? on the beautiful oh. table. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm totally getting this stuff. I'm totally getting these. And that's not yeah. even me just shilling for They're pretty sweet. my own interests. So I want to get some coasters for everybody. Cool. I, I can uh, give a testimonial on these. Um, I have a lot of Mr. John ones that yeah. are very similar to this. Same making. And they hold up pretty well, although eventually they may get moldy if you leave I, well, them that's, wet So I want, to, I want to actually treat these with some polyurethane. I think yeah. they'll help to like shellac them. Yep. You know? You know, an added benefit is they kind of smell like bacon. Yeah, hell yeah. They smell oh, man. great. What? <laughs> yeah, did you, did you not? Are you a little congested? Because I'm like, this room smells like bacon now. Hell yeah. It is now the Midwest Bacon Nerds podcast. Is, Do these come in a vegan smell, variety? You know what? It doesn't smell necessarily like bacon. It smells like bacon bits. There's there's like a very distinct difference. Well, now like you sound like you're being insulted. No, he's got a bacon boner right now. Mmm, bacon. <laughs> oh. Anyways. <laughs> Let's talk about some games. Okay. <laughs> or you had news items. Yeah, I've got some news. Um, Pokemon turned 20 as of like yesterday. Barf. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. I heard they're releasing a couple new ones in the fall. Yeah, so they're releasing Pokemon Sun and Moon for the 3DS at the end of this year. Are those new? They're going to be yeah, brand new. With Next. like 120 more Pokemon? Yeah, it's probably going to bring the total up to like 800 something. Or yeah, I hope we get more Pokemon that are basically just bland palette swaps of each other like yeah. we got in So now the, the theme song is more like, gotta catch them all. <laughs> gotta catch them all? Well, here's it's the like cool thing. question mark. Here's Do the I cool have thing. <gasps> so a couple months ago, maybe like a couple years ago, they released something called the Pokemon Bank on uh, the 3DS. Okay. And you pay like a yearly fee of... Be You'd more, be like a Pokemon donor? I mean, to, to yourself. but oh, sperm. <laughs> but basically, you pay a fee somewhere between 99 cents and $20 per year. I thought someone was supposed to pay you. Spermachu. <laughs> you guys are really happy with yourselves right now. <laughs> Juicily Puff. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, stooping for a uh, oh. happy twentieth birthday, Pokemon. We're earning that not safe for work. <laughs> yeah. So the the basically it's a way for you to donate Pokemon into the bank and take them between the different 3ds games. There. Okay, are. that's kind of cool. But so and they have Pokemon X and Y, and which I think has a lot of the 
black and white Pokemon black and white and like diamond. I don't know which generations, but basically the ones that are out on 3DS are Pokemon X and Y and Omega Red and and Alpha Blue or Omega Blue and Alpha Red, whatever they are, which was the first Game Boy Advance generation, which also can go back to gold and silver. And then this weekend, they're releasing red, blue, and yellow on Virtual Console, and those can donate into the Pokemon Bank as really? well. So you could potentially, we're getting close to being able to have all of the Pokemon in one game. That's pretty ridiculous. Including, you know, Mew and, and like, and they're, they're also doing this thing where they're giving a legendary Pokemon away every month. I think this month was Mew, and I'm not sure what next month is, but. God, I hope you don't get stuck with Celebi. That, that might be the next one, actually. I just, I think that was gold and silver. They might yeah. be going in order. In order I'm really, I'm hoping for, uh, you know, Pokemon peanut butter and jelly, that version. Yeah. I want that one to come out. Okay. Yeah. I just noticed Gojo's shirt, and I am in awe. The wolf pizza? Yeah. <laughs> I think can we it was all the to our Instagram? talk about yeah, food. Can, actually. Yeah, okay. I'll take the picture. But anyway, that's enough about Pokemon. Yeah, uh, work that coaster in there. The, the coaster model. The next news item that I have is that uh, some oh, rumors have surfaced about um, Battlefield Five, and it supposedly will be set in World War One. Yeah, I do not believe that rumor, but... It did bring my attention to a game that's already out called Verdun, which yes. I want to check out now. I I love the concept of just two teams just sprinting at each other. Yeah, um, that's what that shooting. game actually is. Because that was what World War One it, was. Much. It was well, a lot of hiding in trenches war. too. Yeah, hiding in trenches, waiting for the other guys to run, and then just mowing them down when they do. So it's going to be a lot of what we that have now. That doesn't sound it's like just, fun. It's it's basically what we do now is shooting, just instantly die, yeah, and then respawn and then kill the other guy and then die and then it's so but now it's just gonna be taking turns. I would say <laughs> they uh got it over quicker that way, but that's not true. Those no, battles was, went on for well, the one in Verdun specifically was like a three hundred day battle or yeah, something. Yeah, it's the front lines of that war would not move for like months, two years at a time. It was a bloodbath. Um, it was the shittiest fought war ever. I mean, even the Civil War was probably had more tactics. Jesus. MidwestWarNerds.com. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think that'd be cool if I, Battlefield Five was went back to World War One. I, I, I think it. I think we need to do something new with that I, franchise because it's yeah. Dale and no yeah. one cares. I anymore. would like them. I'm. I know I'm not alone either. Like I miss this one in the franchise, but I always wanted to play the what twenty one forty something whatever the yeah, the, future the future one. Oh shit. Because the idea of having mechs in a Battlefield game sounds awesome to me. That would be pretty cool. Do like cool. a Titanfall in Battlefield? Yeah. I mean... Much bigger playing yeah. fields. That'd be interesting. I feel I feel like that's the that's the direction the big shooters have been going. So I it's interesting to see them kind of wind the clock back and do something totally different instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll keep an eye on it, but... I would definitely play that, but I just feel like your options are really limited... Like more so than you know, say Battlefront's options are limited as far as customization gotcha. and stuff. Um, this was leaked by a retailer. Supposedly, the game would be coming out on October twenty sixth, but it's all unsubstantiated. I do believe they're supposed to have a Battlefield game out this year. Yeah, we just we have no concrete information. On it yet, so. I would, yeah, future would be fine with me. Going back in time, fine, but like. If they keep going with this what about modern like bullshit, ten thousand BC. How's that sound? Yeah, it's gonna be Battlefield Primal. Yeah, 
That act, uh, that wouldn't be that bad, actually. <laughs> I'll talk about limited. Battlefield feudal. That'd be cool. No, yeah. That's yeah. just Dynasty Warriors. But yeah, fucking swords <laughs> and shit. No, that would be awesome. Um, all right. Muscus. Some other, some other news. I saw this. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider first month PC sales almost triple the Xbox One debut. Yeah, I, I found that interesting. It's pretty crazy. Like well, that's, they, they, I mean, it came out the same day as Fallout 4, but I don't think that would... St- Stop anybody from like I don't think that would mean oh I'm gonna pick it up on Xbox or on PC instead. I mean everybody always talks about console wars and stuff, but I mean more people own gaming PCs than Xbones. Yeah, but that's like saying there's more Android phones than iPhones out there. Yeah, there are, but like there are like forty different companies making them and they're all totally different and not supported by the same thing. And they're not all playing the same like they're not all on the same level. Yeah, I know. So there's a lot of those but PCs out there still, that probably couldn't handle there are a Rise lot of the Tomb Raider. Out there. Yeah, there's a lot out there, but you know, it's not how many of them are in the shape that could play Tomb Raider. How many of them are actually being actively used for those are video these, games still? Are these just launch sales that they're using, or is this total sales since the game came out? I think it's the first. I think month. it's just the first month. First month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm, it could. I mean, it could be a case of prioritizing gaming dollars. I mean, yeah, Fallout came out. Fallout's probably a bigger release, I would think, than. It was probably cheaper on PC too, wasn't um, it? I don't know. It might have been like fifty bucks as opposed to sixty. That sometimes happens. Or if you go on Green Man Gaming or whatever, you can always get games for like forty dollars yeah. when they release. I, th- I think that's so, interesting, though. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, three. That's that's a that's a big difference. That's yeah. A big difference. Yeah. So. Uh, it kind of makes sense as to Microsoft's decision to put Quantum Break on PC as well. Right. So, um, although it's not going to be on Steam, so it'll be interesting to see if that has any effect. Um, Weird. In some cases, I would say yes, but the fact that it's from Microsoft and so many people have Windows 10, then... I don't yeah. think it's there's but like there's not, not an extra like hurdle to games, get it. Games for Windows Live isn't exa- it's not something that everybody adored. It's true. I don't so. have very fond memories of yeah. that. All right, and then uh, finally here, Resident Evil Four, Five, and Six are coming to PS4 and Xbox One, marking like the thirtieth time that Resident Evil Four has been released. I don't know why on they're on doing a, it with Six. Six was a steaming pile of garbage. They're probably just like, let's see if we can fool anybody into buying this game one more I don't time. Think it, or they're going to package it with mm. 4, 5, and 6 and be like, yes, we're going to no, bump up so those six numbers. Have Red- they, has Capcom done anything new? No, they don't do that anymore. Homie, Dude. don't play that game. <laughs> That's just... Re- <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> came from the deep recesses of me that <laughs> yeah, I know. I've living never color. seen in Living Color, but apparently oh. that stuck around. But they're going to be $20 a piece. Uh, they are starting with Resident Evil 6 in March. <laughs> what? Are they working God. backwards? Yes, they are. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm, we've talked about how big a Resident Evil fan Willie is on this podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I played the I played the Leon campaign with him the, like the day it came out. And um, the first two levels were great. And then as it just kept going, we just... It, he was such a defeated man. I mean, you could see the life just leave his eyes. Do you He's think like, when this they were is awful developing it, they just kind of gave up or something? They're that's, like, that's you know what? what? That's I'm what sick it, of making this same game over and over. It again. sounded more like a we want 
somebody needs to make Resident Evil 6 and they're like here's the team and then they went they're and like, fine did, yeah basically it's it, it's so strange because the first like like I said the first two levels of the Leon campaign were like classic Resident Evil it was really creepy it was really atmospheric it was really well done and then the rest of the game just devolves into shoot this pile of tentacles with spikes coming out of it it was just it became this oh my god like everything in this game is just a writhing tentacles um and it's it's just monster shoot and most of the time you're shooting the monster you can't actually kill it you're you're shooting the same monster until the final level when you can actually the game actually allows you so to it's right. like you're gonna Fucking fight it that. and then it gets hurt a little bit it hurt was and miserable it needs to go get a band-aid so it runs off yeah Basically, you fight until the game says, um, let's move on now. Uh, there, there was this one boss fight where we got separated. Uh, he, was on, he was on like a walkway, and I was up in a building up above him. And we both would constantly run out of ammo because we were shooting this boss that you couldn't kill. Um, so <laughs> then I would be up in the catwalk, and I would have just random enemies come up to me. So I would kill them, get their ammo, and I would transfer it to him so he could fight the boss that he couldn't kill. This is why you're sick of shooters. It's, well, it's probably it's, part of it. It was horrible. Uh, so I think instead, I think they should put it in the ET landfill. Honestly, it, <laughs> do not remake. Now six. that they've recently opened those, yeah. yeah. Uh, is is there some other garbage game they could remake? I mean, the, the, they're not remaking this. It's just a copy and paste. Okay, yeah. It, like they're they're no, sh- that game HD looked upgrade. good, I'm sure, and they don't need to it was remake pretty, it. It, yeah. it was okay, but... I don't know. I don't five know. looked really skip, good. Skip five right is the five. only one, just, unfortunately, I, that I've actually played through, and I did not like it at all. I, I haven't five. I haven't played a single oh, Resident man. Evil since the second one. Yeah. Like, four I, four like, is really good. I watched people play four just because I wanted to see how pretty it looked at the time, and it's a, it's a great-looking game, yeah. but... I touched them since two because I just like two. I got frustrated playing two and just didn't want to play Resident Evil anymore. Because that's all. It, again, that's like pretty much all it is. Is you fight this thing, it runs away, and you fight it again, and it runs away, and you fight it again. And except it runs you can away actually and, like kill enemies in that game. Yeah, it just um, I don't know. It, it's plus I hated the controls. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a universal thing. <laughs> They're always garbage. Capcom. So Capcom is planning on doing a physical release of this. They just did a physical release of the remaster update things of zero and one that came out uh so that's available on disc they're currently working on that remake of two and i'm sure three will follow shortly if they sell any number of you want to know what i want to see i want square enix to bust out a parasite eve a new oh one. i forgot that do a happened. new one with this with the tomb raider engine and give me survival horror looking like Tomb Raider. See, but I don't want Tomb Raider. I want it to be what it was. I want no, that weird pairs- turn-based, like... Yeah, it can still have that, but use the pretty graphics and put it in New York. That would you be know? Like, awesome. It would, it would be amazing. I would be totally down for that. That's what they need to do. I they always- need to bring... Because they're all about rehashing old shit, too. Well, well, rehash Parasite Eve with, like, modern graphics and, like, you know, a new storyline, maybe. Like that, was, it was a, that was a very Japanese game, and we don't get those anymore. Yeah, no, really I know it's don't. kind of a bummer because that was one of my favorite Square Square games from back in the day. Parasite Eve was an amazing was, game. That one yeah. and Vagrant Story were two that kind of just went by the wayside, and they were they were amazing games. They were they were super time consuming, and they were beautiful at the time. And especially Vagrant Story's art style was one of my favorites of all time. But I think both of those games are games that, if retreated and brought into the modern generation, would probably do quite well. I think. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've I, always wanted to go back and play the third birthday, which is the third Parasite, Parasite Eve, Eve game yeah. that came out on PSP. Relatively recent compared to the first two. Um, hmm. But I've never done that. So, Yeah, I, I feel like those are, like I said, they're, they're very Japanese games. And even though we have Japanese companies like, like Square still technically publishing games, they're not making them. Right. Well, they're, they're, they've bought like European and, and, and American and, producers right. and, or developers, and they're just they're basically funding it. Um, I mean, what's Final Fantasy is the only is the only like Japanese game they're really making, right? And how many people care about that anymore? I yeah. don't. I've lost interest. Well, and uh, look at what happened with Sony. I can't remember if we talked about it, but there was that news story that came out that was basically a press release that like everything PlayStation is now under some new acronym that starts with the letter S, and everybody's like, who cares? But hidden in that was that Sony, the PlayStation headquarters, is now in the U.S. Oof. It's no longer in Japan. Interesting. So Konami's dying. Capcom can't make new things. It's it's sad. It sucks because everything that I love about video games is rooted in like the Super Nintendo PlayStation game. Oh like, God! Yeah. All of that weirdness that you would get, like and. All, yeah, all yeah. of my favorite games growing up were Japanese. Yep. Um, and it's it's something that we that no American game has. I mean, not that I America sucks or anything like that, but they just have a, a, a weirdness and like an off off kilter view of of how they tell their stories. Uh, right. That it's really it's really fascinating. It's really cool. Um, and it's a bummer to see that just kind of disappear. And now we're getting stories that are very common to us. Yeah. Right. So anyway, Resident Evil coming out. Check it out soon. Ooh. Thumbs down. No, dislike. Yeah. Four and five. Yeah, four, four and five, especially four. Five is fun, but four is fantastic. So cool. Anyways, uh, any other news items? Or is that it? I think that's pretty much it. I, the only thing I want to mention is somebody. I, I saw an article pop up in Appy Gamer about how people are really pissed that all of the Sony like. PlayStation Network free games are are like, In, like yeah. the, the indie like eight bit games yeah and somebody made like a really goofy commercial like parody commercial about it so um, bro, bro force bro force yeah Good it is free in March yeah we're all getting it and we're all playing but it. a lot of people are pretty upset that like they're paying you know the, part of the reason they pay for PSN is so they can get these free games and these free games are all just like. Garbage. Yeah, well, quit. Yeah, why can't I quit get they're not about garbage it. games? They're though. not. Give yep. them a try. They give you good eight-bit looking indie games. Why can't Why can't I get Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed free? Huh? Sony. Why can't I get about, a triple A game? Because like, those cost money to make. These, these are, are probably the same people that are like, oh, I don't want to play fucking Rocket League. That looks so that dumb. Looks so dumb. I don't want to know those people. Rocket League's great, and they're getting the Batmobile. It's, yeah. Why are you complaining uh, about getting something for free? Rocket League is out God, for Xbox grow now. Up. It is. These you are can, the same people that were like, sure, I'll pay Microsoft like $60 a year just to use the internet for free. And now everybody has your to pay fucking for fault. Play. And then Sony was like, hey, you know what? We'll give people free games and also charge them for the internet. How about that? And then they're like, all right, well, I guess these games really suck. I don't really want to pay for this. I don't <laughs> this know why Sylvester Stallone is. the episode of Clever Voices, apparently. Yeah. 
Apparently, Rocky really yeah, love, yeah, really yeah, hates yeah. his PlayStation yeah, Plus. Yeah. But well, we're representing people with significant brain damage, repeated, <laughs> caused by repeated blows to the head. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, everyone needs an audience. Or <laughs> hey, I'm not saying that they're a bad people. thing. Yeah. Hey, yo, 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 oh, there yo. was one other thing. The Vive is coming out. It's going to be eight hundred dollars. There you go. It's yeah. going to take up your whole room. The HTC, HTC Steam Vive yeah. combo. The, the Steam's headset. officially backed VR headset comes with the controllers and also the lighthouse beacons that don't actually need to be connected to the computer in any way. The other really interesting thing is that it only uses one USB 2.0 port, whereas the Oculus uses like three USB 3 ports. What the hell? So... Oh, I don't even have three USB three ports. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> are you like jacked into the computer and you pretty much you actually yeah. have you have to install a USB port in the back of your head. You have to buy one Ugh. of those chairs from the Matrix yeah. and oh, have somebody there to stick that gigantic spike through Just your right head. through your spine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that'll be more convenient because then you won't have to recharge the headset every three or four <laughs> oh, hours. It, there's also a rumor that the PSVR is getting a power glove type component. Yeah, I saw that. That'd be pretty sweet. Which might oh be God. cool. That might be a selling point for me if I can I wear power. They make if a I can get two of them, uh, yeah, that might be. Sony Sony's in a great position right now to to release that thing for way less than its competitors, and that's kind of great. But as we'll long see as it doesn't it, suck. Way more than the competitors. It needs to be. I don't think it's gonna. It's all gonna be the same. If it's as nice as that headset, they've all got the same jank. Yeah, I will say I'm I'm, again. The gold headset rules. Like that. That is one of the best birthday gifts I've ever received. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and from all the reports that I've heard, there have been no complaints about the hardware about any of the three. Everybody feels like these are premium products being released. They should be. Yeah. Yeah, so for that not, price point. I don't think it's... I want to know what happens if you accidentally drop it. The same thing that happens if you would drop your you PS4. Can't, you can only virtually drop it. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about games. Some other some stuff we've been playing. Okay. Uh, XCOM, guys. Talk about yeah. XCOM. Your, so, your experience. Now that you've invested more time in XCOM 2, what are your thoughts? I haven't invested that much more time in single player. But I've okay. played some multiplayer at this point. Is it more stable than Enemy Unknown? Yeah. it. I mean, it's laggy, but you don't get random crashes or disconnects. That's good. The disconnects are not random. People disconnect when they're losing because they're quit. babies. <laughs> now, that's what Ricky told me. I've only been playing against him, basically. Yeah. So, But, I mean, yeah. He's right super into that. Like, He beat like the rank, third-ranked person or something and was like Ooh. celebrating. Did <laughs> Did we talk about Fallout DLC? We didn't. No, yeah, we should probably we should talk probably about that. probably briefly touch on that. Yeah. And Now's a good time because usually whenever I'm talking, I get interrupted. I'm so. really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. So let's go back to Fallout. I apologize. I just It just hit me and I was like, wait, we probably should have talked about that. I'm going to smell the bacon coaster while you're talking. So the Fallout DLC thing, oh, smells first good. off, the season pass is currently twenty nine ninety nine. This podcast is hopefully going to be out on the 29th of February, which means you have less than 24 hours to still get it for that price, because on March 1st, it goes up to $50. It's like bacon and wood chips is what it is. It's like you grilled bacon or something on a on like a smoked wood it. grill. You smoked smoked, the smoked bacon. grilled. Yeah, bacon. you actually rolled the bacon into a piece of paper and then mm. lit it and smoked it like. Can a you cigarette. guarantee these will smell like this every time? Uh, I don't know, Brian. How long does does your other coasters I haven't at home smelled smell? the other coasters to be honest. 
I mean, this is like, also this is different wood from the ones that I made. I mean, like as the, like when you ship them to our our millions of of customers who are going to buy these, like, will they smell like bacon when they arrive? Yes, okay. I think I never smelled the Mister John ones because I assumed they would smell like Old Spice. These, I think these are gonna these may not be for sale. They may be an exclusive coaster for people who win the question of the week contest of guys, the random choosing. Guys at home, you need to win these bacon so, coasters. They're pretty rad. Yeah, so. we didn't have to work for ours, but you're gonna have to work for yours. So, so Fallout. Fallout for Automatron comes out in March. That's for the robot one where you can make robots. You get to assemble your own robot and kill more robots, so that's fun. Mm. Uh, Fallout for Wasteland Workshop comes out in April for five dollars. That's gonna allow you to play Pokemon in the Fallout world. Can we oh. go back to the robot one again? Is no. there like a robot fighting arena? That you can place bets on your robots. There might Similar be in Wasteland. Cheesy workshop. Yeah, the workshop thing you can make an arena to fight anything. Yeah. Ah. It's so going to be like the Hearthfire from Skyrim, except even better because arena. And yeah. Oh, man. And then May Turbo 2016 for $25, you get Far Harbor, which seems like it's more of a... Farber? Fallout 3 style or Fallout New like Vegas style. Like an actual expansion pack. Story DLC. Yeah, a new area and stuff. Yeah, you're actually traveling to an island off the coast of Maine as a case from Valentine's Detective Agency. And what I read about it is that the actual landmass is the biggest one they've created for any DLC. Yeah. Sweet. Um, well, that's impressive because I yeah. remember I played Shivering Isles and that was a pretty Shivering Isles is large still chunk the, of game. Oh, that's still the best. DLC I didn't play released, through it. I'm, I'm sad, but it was really yeah. cool. Oh, it's so so good. yeah, they're that, uh, and they're going to be releasing more DLC later this year. That's why the price of the DLC is going up, right? Or of the of the pass is going. So you're up, getting so. a lot of stuff for your money. Yep, go buy that that season pass right now if you have any interest in any of it. Uh, my guess is you will be getting at least fifty dollars worth of story related content plus those other little things that you're you'll, getting. You'll into. probably get more. Bethesda's pretty they're pretty good about that stuff. Yeah. They like- Ever since the horse armor debacle, they've been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Which remains the one DLC from them I haven't gotten. I've got everything else from Oblivion and everything. <laughs> oh, else I have that one because DLC was a new thing back then. I was, so I was like, I'm getting everything. I'm not surprised. Anyway, Brian, how's XCOM two? <laughs> The multiplayer is good. It's better than... Multiplayer? Multiplayer. The blitz and pieces of the multiplayer. Multiplayer? We don't condone that. Now that we've gotten our racism through for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Told you, we're earning that not safe for work. (laughs) That's not an NSFW thing. That's a... I said jizz. That's an ethical... That's the second time (sighs) now. That's fine. So, so Brian, XCOM. Yeah, well... (laughs) Why haven't Go you guys Joe, Why don't you uh, talk about XCOM? You guys need to because oh, I've already talked about it before. Okay, I just yeah. um, mildly disappointed, honestly. Um, I think it's because of the. I I don't know if you talked about the performance issues. Yeah, about it a bit, but briefly. I mean, I I well exceed the minimum requirements for this game, and uh, when I'm in the uh, when I'm in the ship, like in the basically the tactical o- or the strategic overview uh-huh. game, yeah. It's it's like nine frames a second or something. Some something really distracting. Is it just when you go between rooms, or is it the it's whole time you're there? Basically, the whole time, unless I am on a static menu, uh, it's it's chuggy. Uh, I mean, I could be zoomed out on the rooms, not even like swapping between them. And if I if I pan, it's mm. just. I, I've heard um, 
people have issues with that game, even when they far exceed the yeah the, it's, uh, requirements. It just it doesn't play well with certain hardware, mm-hmm. and I guess there are simple options you can turn off that completely change performance. Yeah. So you might want to look into that. I yeah i I get hesitant tinkering with with settings I don't understand. Um, but in the gra- inside the menus and the graphics. That's, oh, in in the actual talk- yeah I, in, yeah. In I, tinkered, I played with those. Yeah. I got them to where they said they should be, and it's still still not great. Mm. But then there's like actual hardware settings you can do. <clears throat> um, fortunately, in game runs perfectly. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of weird, honestly. Like I have some chugging like with the cutscenes, like when the ship's mm-hmm. landing, when you get back, yeah. you know, and everyone's yeah. gravely wounded and lying on the deck. At least I that's that, the yeah. scenario for me. Oh yeah, it's it'd be one guy way up in the back is standing tall, and then everybody else is just uh, yeah. bleeding from the mouth and ears. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's I, I don't want to. I, I like it. Uh, I played through the whole campaign, beat it. I I love wow. most of the campaign changes they made, if not all. Um, a lot of the enemy types uh, are, are very cool, but sometimes they feel very cheap because they'll throw them at you very early, and they'll have some kind of ability that you had no way of knowing about that will instantly you have kill no a soldier. counter for. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I feel like the first game was a little better about introducing enemies and giving you a chance in the moment to fight back. This is like, you'll just jump into a new scenario blind, get destroyed. And then you kind of just have well, to, the concealment reload. thing helps a bit. It does. It gives I'm, you time to scout things out. But I, if they do have like one of those kind of units in a mission, though, it's usually the last thing you encounter. Yeah. So it's like you think you're almost done, and then this guy pops out with two of his minor cronies, and then you're fucked. And so, yeah, I don't. I find the difficulty in the game is off-putting to me sometimes. I I, so, I rage quit a lot <laughs> and uh, retry missions a lot. But yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just not good at the game. I. It, I or I just I don't know I feel like it's more unfair. It's I mean a lot of a lot of PC gamers because they just j- get good because oh if you're not instantly good at a game you suck. Well, but with XCOM it's hard. a big deal. Like if you make missteps in the whole like meta strategy section or whatever, yeah. then you're kind of screwed. Yeah, it it I, this one does a much worse job of letting you learn the game because I felt like I was. In the in the meta strategy, and then even in earlier combat missions, I felt like I was it was everything I could do just to tread water yeah. and and keep pace with the game. And it, while that might have been what they were going for, I didn't particularly like it. Like I I felt like that somewhat in Enemy Unknown. I mean, at first, because you keep running into aliens you don't know, but mm-hmm. then you research things, and over time, like most games, you feel like you're sort of on even footing, but just outnumbered. Right. So like your tactics can help you overcome. But in this game, I've never gotten to a point still where I feel like my technology is anywhere near a level of making the game feel fair. Like every unit I shoot at, I mean, cause I didn't have the weapons upgrade for so long. Right. It would take me like probably five shots to kill one enemy because three of them would miss because my percentage is never over 50%. <laughs> And even if uh, it is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so do you guys feel like 
XCOM 2 is, is uh, you, you should probably play through XCOM Enemy Unknown before jumping into 2. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. would say yes. I, f- I feel like well, f- it's a totally different game, really, as far as like how you're um, approaching the tactics for each mission. Right. I well, mean, partially because of the concealment thing and just and the different the, the turn counter types. Too. And it's just so much harder. I feel like it assumes that you know how to play that type of game yeah, already. Right. Yeah. You, yeah, it's. I felt going in that it's. They were expecting you to be building off of your XCOM knowledge, right? Um, Which is not something. It's yeah, not necessarily like, a given. Does yeah. it? Does it have any like new game plus kind of capability with like your old save from XCOM Enemy Unknown? No, no, no. that's a bummer. Um, yeah, like it's, they should have incorporated that. Um, it doesn't really matter the way they set up the story. Yeah, it's like 20 years after the fact. Yeah, gotcha. So, but what you can do, what I did was I took some of my favorite characters from XCOM, and you there's a custom character creator. Yeah. And you can just make characters in it. That's cool. Yeah, I made yeah. characters for all of the game nerds, actually, but oh, I'm hesitant to incorporate them into, into my... Battle. Yeah. We all, we all die. I think you're Podcast in my game, over. and I'm in my game so far. Okay. Nobody else is, because they haven't entered the pool. <laughs> Okay. But I, I I usually keep us in the far back so we don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um I mean, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the combat mechanics, a lot of the new stuff I really like. Um cool. It's I mean, I love the game. It um, looks fantastic, which yeah. is not something I expected for that type of game for right. one. But uh not something I care about either. Like I mean, Enemy Unknown looked good enough to me. Yeah, but yeah, this I'm game still makes me think like, but... wow, they really slacked an enemy and enough. <laughs> I f- I feel like this game will be the kind of game you want to play after they do. I, I'm assuming they'll do an enemy within kind Type of thing, thing where it builds back into the the yeah. original game, and I mean, maybe that will optimize graphically and also kind of do a little maybe maybe they'll rework the way that it teaches you how to play the game because they'll add new mechanics to it maybe that'll be the best time to pick it up there's definitely no shortage of options when it comes to gear and unit types and all that though and then the cut the the mod support is i mean instantly adds a lot of depth too yeah Yeah, i haven't Um, really checked any of that out yet but i'm sure there's the one thing there was one thing i did on my own because i maybe spent Five percent of my XCOM original XCOM, not original, my enemy unknown slash within time, playing the actual campaign, and then the other ninety five percent is just after I've basically already beaten it. I'm just playing forever uh, with on an old save file, so I can just keep doing keep doing battle scenarios, um, and just like I save right before the last mission, and then I just keep running the clock so I can get new missions in. And run those. Oh, that okay. Was, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, which you can't really do in two. No, because the timer the runs t- yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's... Um, you can set it back, though, which I appreciate. Yeah, no, it's... I, I don't think you can ever fully keep pace with it, though. Uh, at least I couldn't. Um, so it got to a certain point where I'm like, uh, it's moving, it's too close. And then I, I stopped the... You, you can go into the, the settings and just change basically whatever you want. I went in and I like stopped every option that increased it. And then I also added like 10 more bars. I I read that that's like the most common complaint, like for the most part. I'm sure a lot of people did exactly what I did. They would just, just, they just wanted to do some of the, some of the battles. Well, that and the, the fact that almost every mission is 
timed. Yes. That is something I struggled with a a lot at first, but now that I've had, like, there's one upgrade that gives you extra moves for the first couple turns or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that made it a lot easier on me. Yeah. That was one of those things I was reading up on the game that everybody hated, and it's normally the sort of thing I hate, too, but I never found it... It never really gave me that much trouble. Um, is it like an actual timer? No, it's, or it's is turn it like, counter. It's a, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you have hit zero, eight turns done. before this thing explodes gotcha. and your mission is a failure. Um, That's kind of cool in a way. I mean, it, it, it adds more of a puzzle element to it, which it, I dig. And it, I mean, it, that, it forces you it to It limits kinda, the options you have for tactics, though. Like you're rushing so much that, I mean, the issue I had is it makes basically forces you to dash blindly for the first couple turns, I feel yeah. like, or you end up running out of time. Just, just so you to end get up ahead. getting people in like really to... shitty situations or killed like almost immediately. Is that every battle? Most every battle. Okay, uh, that's a bummer. I would be okay with like the occasional battle. Yeah, once in a while, like Enemy like, Unknown I, had that occasionally. I And I don't mind that it's in the game because it makes sense within the context mm-hmm. of being... You're now the underdogs, you're a guerrilla yeah. force, you have a time limit, you have to get in and get out to do your stuff. I get it, but there's too many of those missions and they're too early in the game. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to be able to learn about the units and stuff like you said. And yeah, it, like I, I like I the, need to understand what's going on in the battlefield for a few missions before yeah. I'm constantly and if, stuck in the And if you think limit. about like enemy unknown, um you never had like the first half of the game, you didn't have to do the the civilian the terror missions where you have to rescue the civilians. Yeah, they really eased you into those so that like the the first few missions you're just you're just going to the map, just clear the map, um, and then once like the game basically is like once you're starting to figure that out, now we're gonna throw in a new wrinkle. Uh, this is one of those wrinkles that it could have been like we can add this maybe uh, a quarter way halfway through the game right. when you're. It it's one of those things you just have a handle. Yeah, it just dumps a lot of things on you, and that makes it harder. But I don't feel like it makes it intelligently harder. It's just kind of a arbitrary crank up the difficulty, right? Um, but it doesn't actually. It, it just really increases let you learn the, the game. trial and error aspect of the game that yeah. I don't it's, it's enjoy. The, the yeah. difference between actually learning the moves in Mortal Kombat and just pressing buttons. That's kind the, of, yeah. like multiplayer. I've enjoyed because. I mean, you can do time limits on that, whatever. Mm-hmm. 90 seconds is the ranked time limit, which is more than enough to move six units around. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, in that game, you have more freedom of, like, how you want to approach things. Mm-hmm. Because just your, your, yeah, I don't know. It It's enjoyable in its own right, just because you actually get to win based entirely on tactics and not just rushing. Yeah. Around you get you, it's actually part of your plan and not you're working against some some time limit that is going to end up that is going to pressure you into some ill decision. Yeah, um, I will say there was a there was a mod I saw that I didn't get uh, on Steam Workshop that somebody somebody changed the timers so that they only activate when you break concealment. That which makes I think more makes sense. perfect sense. Yeah. It's like because all the timers are based around. Um, uh, like this case is going to explode if you don't get to it in eight in eight turns, or yeah. uh, they're going to kill this person if you don't get to them in in twelve turns. It's 
you get there and <laughs> but it's that like, makes you wonder like well, well why, why i just passed that? this mission up for the two days it let me before it yeah. told me i absolutely had to do it why didn't it blow up already yeah and it's it kind of defies logic in that uh they don't know you're there but they're planning for you coming anyway by blowing up there whatever you're supposed to be getting. Okay, it's, the people that we don't know are there just landed. Let's start the bomber. Was that a... Or the bomb. <laughs> Somebody's they're just, here. They're just hanging out by this thing they've had on a timer set. Or for they like, just accidentally bump it as... Oh, it's shit, just it's ground blow. activated. If you're just in within a certain yeah. vicinity, it yeah, goes... It smells you. And they always give you just enough time to get there because they just like to fuck with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got <laughs> You got to make it challenging for them. <laughs> they don't just flip, blow up. No, <laughs> you were going to say something, and then I jumped in. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, sounds like not, XCOM Two is not. No, it's a not. It's run. not a casual game, is what it sounds like yeah, to me. It's, is it's, you I mean, you could play it on easy. I'm playing on like normal or something. I, I which actually still to, makes me feel inadequate. I had to switch to easy. Okay, um, well that because, that explains why you actually finished, and I yeah. haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, the first the first. Like uh, retaliation mission, um, where you have to see those. I find easy where you have to get the civilians. That was the one. For that some made reason, me... I think those are easy. I well, don't know probably because you're not timed. Um, well, you are sort of. You have to of. get to those people because yeah. they execute one or two like every turn. Oh, turn they're just every straight other mean. Turn. Yeah, they are mean about it, and they always <laughs> execute the ones so far away from you oh, that God. there's no way you can prevent it. Oh yeah, it's like you'll spawn first turn. And then the camera pans all the way across the map where it's dark. And then you just see one civilian light up and a sectopod launches a nuke at it or something. <laughs> Actually, and then Central is like, you got to stop this. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I just got here. I think that is why I do better in those missions is because you know what's way out there. You know what to expect no, eventually. Yeah. And that's they so you can prepare for they it. do that and it's like it's like a tell that it's like oh okay well there's going to be something way out that way i can form up that way yeah. it's those are those are a little they're easier combat wise if if you just kind of ignore the whole rescue civilians thing i usually just go in well, kill everyone and then everybody's safe my tactic oh yeah see i actually rescue them i'll send one person out there That'll run around and get like six people right off, and then I'll kill everybody. I did that until when I was playing on off. normal. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. he's, right he's really good. That's why he's a current. It right takes off. no time to. <laughs> but I, I only I, have one specialist that does that. It's incredible. And I, I did that on normal, and then I got ripped in half by a faceless because there's these enemies called facelesses. <laughs> They're basically Clayface from Batman. Uh, they morph into, they look like civilians, and then you get too close to save them, and they just grow up to about eight feet and then just destroy you. Uh, I rage quit on normal. I rage quit so hard. I quit the game, deleted all of my saves from normal, and restarted on easy. That's how pissed I was. Um, and then you easy don't was, save often enough, do you? <laughs> no. Oh, but. Um, on e- it's it's a little more manageable on easy. I mean, I played a lot of XCOM, and I still found easy challenging at points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I beat um, like Enemy Unknown. I only finished one campaign. I finished on normal with. Uh, this is the wrap it up sign. Um, <laughs> we're almost at an hour, and we've talked yeah. about XCOM for a half an hour. Well, you're the only one that played Primal, so it should be like a five minute He's conversation. Talk about Fire Emblem. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry. Whoops. And the Witness and Gang Beasts. You're only oh, saying shit. this because I'm talking. No, I'm saying this because it's gone on for a half an hour. 
<laughs> okay, fine. I'm done. All right. Uh, XCOM 2. I mean, I talked a lot of shit about it, but I like it. It's like Fallout Yeah, I 4. still recommend getting it. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Just be ready for. I was trying to wrap that up like ten minutes ago by saying like, ah, it's a hardcore game. Like you can't take it casually. And then I was gonna say you should check out multiplayer just to play around with the other units in the game because that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw you can play as like all the enemy units. Yeah, pretty sweet. The um the gatekeeper is my personal favorite to use against Ricky because he hates it. (laughs) Yeah, I mind control those. You can single player. Because we fire into this. So another strategy game with units called Faceless, um, Fire Emblem. It's I. So the the game has it's been released in three different fashions, kind of, or it's going to be. There's Fire Emblem Fates, uh, Birthright, Fire Emblem Fates Conquest, and then Fire Emblem Fates Revelations. And Birthright is basically easy mode. It's a lot like Awakening, the last Fire Emblem game that came out on 3DS. Fire Emblem Conquest is a lot more like the older Fire Emblem games. And then Fire Emblem Revelations, I don't know much about because I don't think it's technically released yet unless you got the special edition. Conquest is for the warmongering type. Yeah. And that, and like, literally, because there's the story centers around this one uh, prince who was actually stolen from a rival kingdom at a young age. And the branching point for the two stories is you basically figure you learn about that you learn that this, that's what happens so this is three games that are all the same story but from different perspectives kind of okay kind of the main character can can end up on either side depending okay. on what you choose to do right and um and so i ended up with birthright i bought birthright which means uh there's boxed copies of Birthright and Conquest, and if you buy one of those, you can get the other one as DLC for twenty dollars on the uh, on the eShop. As wow. opposed to how much? As opposed to the forty dollar okay. box. So you get fifty percent off. Yep, that's cool. Uh, if you manage to get one of the special editions, you got all three of them on one cartridge. That's sweet. Uh, that costed like eighty dollars, but they only made like three of them, cartridge. so nobody got them. But. Um, <laughs> No, it's it's really good. It's scratching that that shining force itch. If anybody's out there and has that, um, force. it's got a little bit of like dark cloud to it because there's cool. like a town building aspect to it. Yeah, um, and that's pretty fun. I played about five hours of it. It seems great. The only thing is, it seems like it seems very easy. It doesn't help that I'm playing it on like the casual mode, and then I'm playing the one that's kind of on the easier end. So maybe I should ramp up the difficulty a little bit or yeah. something to get a little bit more enjoyment out of it. Next but episode, all of his characters have died. Pretty much, yeah. But although I'm playing on... That's the thing. There's three ways you can play now. There's the the normal way, which is people, when they're dead, they're dead. There's the one where if they die, they get revived after the battle. So they come back for the next battle. Yeah. Or there's one called Phoenix. That's casual. And then there's one called Phoenix where they come back on the next turn. <laughs> So I'm not playing on that one. That's just that's kind of ridiculous. What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to make it more accessible for people like me who would be like, people can die. I don't want to play that. Yeah, game. you get super aggravated with what? that shit. That yes. reminds me of like the the Baldur's Gate games where you could have people like die and you could not revive them forever. Yeah, or you could have them come like back the, the next. Or, it just depended on what level of damage they took or something. Right. Yeah. Well, that I mean that followed D and D rules. It's like yeah, that I one gotcha. time that dude activated like super hardcore mode on Borderlands Two, and if you like died, you lost your character. That's that would make <laughs> me so sad. Yeah. That's what um yeah Diablo games have always yeah. had that. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be too bummed because I usually die in Borderlands within the first like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh yeah, well. Huh? well that it's roguelike Borderlands. Okay. But anyway, Fire Emblem <laughs> is it's awesome. If if that's your kind of game, it's it seems like Nintendo's the only place we're getting actual Japanese games anymore. So well, yeah, uh, I mean it's all first party. <laughs> yeah. So so if that's your kind of thing, definitely check it out. I think it's it's worth the money. Um, it's a great little presentation. It came together super well. Right on. Glad it's out. I can talk real quick. I beat the witness. I haven't completely finished it, but I finished the quote unquote story. Uh, it, it was interesting and then I was like getting to the point where I was like man I want to start watching this stuff so I can hear about all the crazy things in this game and then I found this area that has like a shitload more puzzles so oh, I'm not done yet probably underground I'm guessing dun, dun, yes but uh, and then the other thing that I heard is I kind of want to spoil this actually Rick spoiled it for me but I won't, ah. I won't say I won't like reveal anything well, there's a puzzle in that game like one line puzzle that takes 55 minutes to complete. Unless you already know the solution. You can no, speedrun it. You have to wait 55 minutes to start the puzzle and then finish it what? regardless. So um, it's That's awesome. not for me. It's no, great. It's so cool. It's too much immersion for me. I don't understand why you have to wait. Because it's an environmental puzzle that involves a solar eclipse. But the time of day never changes. Does it? That's Why weird. can't he just fucking 360 no scope it? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, The Witness, fantastic. Cool. Uh, yeah, I still haven't finished it. I got stuck on something kind of simple and I gave up for now until I it just comes to me and then I'll go back into yeah. it. <laughs> yep. And I'll probably, you know, go on a tear where I'll solve 150 solve it, yeah, puzzles and then you'll get stuck hours. again and then I mean, you'll. That game's not actually like story heavy, is it? No. no, there's a lot of like really cryptic kind of pontification on different ideas. Well, I just, I just mean like you can pick it up and put it down as as needed. Yeah, but if you do that, then you might start like your understanding of the rules of the puzzles might deteriorate a little gotcha. bit. Nah, I don't know about that. It's stuck in my brain. All the rules that I've learned are there. I'll like. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll. Brian's see. having Tetris dreams about the witness. Yeah. <laughs> but if you if you like, I think if you wait a little bit longer, you might start to be like, oh, I don't. Or I kind of like I didn't spend if that I much time like on these a, puzzles. Yeah, like a year or something for sure. Oh, He's having wit dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, jizzly puff. <laughs> It's our best episode ever. Anyway, uh, Jinx. Real quick, Gojo and 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 I and a bunch of people played Gang Beasts last night. It's a game on Steam Early Access where you're basically playing as like gummy bears trying to murder each other. Yeah. Okay. You did talk about. Yeah, we talked. We talked about this on. You early talked about how they make ridiculous noises. They when just. They're, like, oh, they're just constantly like laughing, like giggling. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a really fun game. We should all sit down and play it at some point. Is it, it cross platform? No, it's, it's only on Steam at this point. No, it's but like, only on Steam, I, I, like only Mac it's local. PC or only PC? No, it's, well, I mean, it's only local. Can I play it on my Mac? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But but it's, uh, I mean, it's 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 really still very it's mechanically It's mechanically messy, uh, but it's still. Well, that's intentional. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's still a lot of fun. It's, right on. It's really heavy physics based and all of their moves are just like, really lazy punches yeah. and headbutts yeah. and these derpy little kicks and it's it's 
it's it's just hilarious to watch. Yep. It's the kind of game you can't even get mad when you die because it's most likely it's the so most ridiculous. ridiculous thing you've ever seen. That's so. cool. Um, we, Brian and I and some friends played the Jackbox Party Pack 2. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. the other games in that are awesome. Like yeah. Fibbage is still Fibbage is still the best one, mm-hmm. hands down. But there's the sound effect game. I can't think of the name of it. I don't remember either. It's but it was so, so funny. Ridiculous. I want to play more of that. We played Draw Some. Draw Some, well, I think I think that, that was, was a lot of fun. First yeah, that's not party in that party pack. pack. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. so. But it, it's it's it was a lot more it was like playing Pictionary. Yeah, like we, we played like Quiplash and then the Quiplash was, was pretty too. fun. But the the sound effect one is is ridiculous because it, it picks out like you as characters and says like what kind of noise would you know would Alex make if he were eating a pie and sitting on the toilet at the same time? And then yeah. you have to like <laughs> choose it, two. You put like three. I think it was three. It, different it gives you a, a few different options, like, and you choose two or three of them to like make the sound that you would be making in that particular action. Yeah, and it's it is so, so funny. But it's like, so funny. <laughs> So we, maybe it was even more funny because it was like one in the morning. But yeah, I, no, I mean, it was it was really funny. Jack, Jackbox, like those those guys are doing a great job. Absolutely. They've always been good at that stuff. I mean, the original You Don't Know Jack games were hilarious and always had, you know, entertaining times. So um, I also I played I actually picked up Far Cry Primal, which is something I was against. Well, not really against. I hadn't made up my mind as to whether or not I wanted to. But I realized that Amazon Prime gives me you know, 20% off just like Best Buy does now. And I also had like a $25 gift card. So I really only ended up paying like $20 for the game. Nice. So the price it should have been. Well, no. So I will say this, like Far Cry 4, I was telling you guys before that Far Cry 4 had my expectations like kind of erased. Like I had no expectations for Primal. And so the, the bar was set so low that it's actually exceeded all of my expectations. Like I've, I've found it to level. be, yeah, a very primal level bar. <laughs> Asshole. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm really enjoying. Like it. I think it, like I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I was. The issue I'm having is that I really can only play it for like an hour or two at a time, and then put it down. Like I haven't really been able to like sit and just like get into it. And that may be because of my schedule and like everything going on, but it could also just be like the whole open world ADD thing is like it kicks in right off the bat. Like as soon as you're done with like the intro mission of like getting to your little camping spot, it's just like the world is your oyster, blah, blah, blah. Like there's so much to do. And the game is beautiful. It is, it looks incredible. I'm super impressed with the lighting dynamics and everything. It, it just blew my mind. Like, it's even better than Far Cry 4, which looked fantastic. Um, the, it doesn't take very long to get to the, the point where you can actually start riding your, your animals that you tame. The taming animals part is pretty fun. It's great to get a Black Panther that you can use to, like, stealth kill enemies. Like, it, so it, it's super helpful because, and this is one of my gripes with the game, there's no co-op. So in a game where like you're you have to hunt large animals and you would really like a group of people with you to come you know and like help. they actually did back then yeah exactly you don't have any help so it's nice to have an animal to do that but it would be great to have like you know three huge dudes just, go uh, with you to like one mean, like, man woolly mammoth take down a, squad. yeah it would just it'd be great to have some co-op action like the one really good thing about Far Cry Four yeah okay the co-op <laughs> that's gone. it doesn't okay. have co-op which is a bummer. Because the co-op is actually a lot of fun in those games. Um, a lot of people were bummed that there are, it's it's primal and there are no guns. But I don't. What? 
I don't give a shit because what I really like is when I'm using the spear and I throw the spear at someone, it launches them backwards like 20 feet. Like yeah, they it go looks really flying. gritty like, from the videos I saw. It's, I mean, it, and the sound effects are yeah, super Yeah, it's meaty. great. It's, I mean, I'm really enjoying the spear mechanism. I like using the clubs to beat the hell out of some tigers and stuff. That's really fun. Um, it's, I'm having a really good time with this game. So I don't really know why everybody's like butthurt about it. I think it's a really... It's a great step up from Far Cry 4. It's nice to have something totally different. It, it feels different. It looks different. It plays different. The similarities between this and other Far Cry games is essentially the whole Ubisoft the game where like you climb a tower and you see things around you. Do and you there's missions to actually do climb blah, blah, towers? Blah. Do they make no, towers back then? This time they're campfires. So you go oh, to different campfires yeah, and you light these giant piles of wood on fire and then you can see things. You know, It shows you all the different missions and things in the area. So... I've got some dissenting opinion from from Rick. Yeah, from go ahead. Show, Rick. What did Rick have to say? I I know he was disappointed with it. So Rick says Far Cry Primal is a super bummer. Nick asked <laughs> a really super boomer, and then Rick wrote back Das Uber Boomer. But uh, I said John wants you to write in. Rick said the story, what there is of a story, is completely forgettable, and the content is twenty dollars stretched out to appear as rich as a full price game. Uh, Nick wanted to know what guns he unlocked. Uh, <laughs> Rick said, there's no iteration mechanically. It's the same shit, but turned on its head slightly for worse. And he told Nick that he got whatever you do 360 no scopes with. Yeah, thank you. I said, sounds like a Far Cry game. And then I put this picture of a monkey smiling in there. And uh, Nick said, Alex is confusing hate for Far Cry resurfaces. And then Rick says, it's basically the worst hits of three and four. And uh, finally, Nick said, are there any plans for Dino DLC? I said, no, they don't want to give anybody a reason to buy the game. And then Rick, <laughs> Rick said, LOL, hater, the environment is super samey and ugly, too. So I guess Rick has different, different I graphical think it looks expectations. Great. I don't know. What, he, he's playing it on uh, PS4? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So am I. I mean, I think it, it looks it looks awesome. And I mean, I've, I've taken a few screenshots, but uploading screenshots to... Uh, the online forums is a lot more difficult on PlayStation than it is on Xbox, which is a kind of a bummer. Yeah, they just like removed Facebook. I would like to actually because I just oh, post on my Instagram like from there. Like, let me post yeah, yeah, that would be nice. screenshots direct from the console. You can do Twitter, but no, no Instagram. But yeah, I mean, I I understand where Rick's coming from. Like, it, it is definitely a lot of the same. It kind of turned on its on its side, which it is, but. It, to me, it was enough of a change. Like I felt like Far Cry Four was just exactly the same as Far Cry Three, but with helicopters and elephants. Yeah, this is enough of a change that like I actually feel like I'm playing a different game at this point. So I, I like it. I'm having a good time. Oh, one of the other things I don't like, and I know they did this for immersion, but having the people actually speak in whatever cave language they're speaking in is completely obnoxious. I really, I really can't stand it. And yeah. the reason being is because. I used to take some of those cut scenes as like a minute to like check my phone and like do something real quick, you know, like while still being able to listen. Now turn up and the I volume can't. And like I have to read I have to yeah. read subtitles. Like I have to sit there and read the subtitles to know what's going on and to follow the story so you or can whatever. See Tarzan love Jane or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. And I, it is funny Does one, it make you feel immersed though? No, it doesn't. Because I know it's really immersive to read subtitles in a first person <laughs> game. I hate subtitles. <laughs> I hate subtitles in That's movies. That's just like real life. Um, but also, there one of the things I do I think is really funny is one of the characters that you end up inviting to your village, 
he in the Sounds opening hot. in the opening sequence of meeting him, he pisses on you, and for the rest of the game, calls you piss man. And I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's just funny when he's it's, like, "That's, you, you that's walk, game nerd humor right there." <laughs> yeah, you walk up to him, and he's like, "Piss man!" Like, but he says it, and obviously, so wait, his, his weird ep- I, so your character is into that sort of thing and invites him back to the village. Is that what you yeah, just told me? He's into wet work. If we're going off of like. The lingo. I think the uh, I think the thing Nick wants me to ask is, is was my caveman impersonation anywhere near what ended up in the game? Yeah, it was right on. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Nick, it's, buy the game. It's pretty caveman. <laughs> Nick just needs to learn the language. Can oh. you play as the Geico caveman? You can actually. <laughs> actually, that like one of the enemy groups that you fight actually looks just like the Geico caveman. Like, <laughs> The, uh, Does the, he try to sell you car insurance? The Udom, those guys. No, they don't sell me car insurance. Uh, um, Black Panther the, insurance? I, no, no Black Panther insurance. Mammoth either. insurance? No. No any insurance? No insurance. Well, then fuck this game. Um, I like it. I'm enjoying it enough to where I want to play it some more. I'll probably get bored with it and move on. I mean, I, the, the division comes out in two weeks, so yeah. I have two weeks to just kind of power through this game. And really give like a solid opinion about the entire game as opposed yeah. to like the twenty percent I've currently consumed. I, I heard on the bombcast that the story consists of thirty five percent of the of that. Counter. I feel like that's kind of common to Is Far that, Cry games, I though. Know. Like, there's so much extra shit to do. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, from I mean, three to four, and I can't speak for Primal, but the extra shit is pretty much. Actually, just three or four different things you're doing over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, it was it worked fine for me in three, but then three I had was to go well through paced. It. I I will stand by three to my dying day, but uh, having having to play it all again in Far Cry Four kind of soured. Yeah, the experience in my memory. I don't want to have to play that game again. Environment. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to play Far Cry Three again. What would make me play a Far Cry game again? Period. Would be if they took the co-op aspect that they introduced in four and actually applied it to the whole campaign instead of just only letting you do side missions. Right. Yeah. That would hands down. That's like the thing I want in a far cry game. That would be so much fun to roll around with three other buddies, not just one. Like most co-op games and like I, Dying Light style. That level of co-op is what I think Primal needs because yeah. it would it would, I would lend probably, itself I would have to, bought it to like the hunting part party kind of mentality like, that you have. Totally. Tribal ideal. Yeah. yeah like yeah. It, it would it'd be awesome to have that in, in this game. I still think Primal should have been like a Blood Dragon thing where it's like a $20 one-off thing. And that might have let me... That might... Yeah, I probably would have bought it too. But I was also going to say... It like that. I, I think Primal is is a good jumping off point for a game like Ark. Like if Ark took a lot of its, you know, mechanics, like, you know, gameplay mechanics from Primal and incorporated some of that, I think it would be really cool because I I was seeing similarities, not only in just like the subject matter, but also just like in general, having to run around and collect, you know, materials and things to like build stuff and upgrade your town, you know, your little village and whatnot. Like I felt like, if if somehow Ark and Primal combined forces, there would be a really, really, really good game to play. What I was actually thinking is 
they shouldn't have made it a Far Cry game. They should have made it an Assassin's Creed game. It, no mean, joke. I all, think it would have been reality, more interesting. It could have just been its own franchise. They could have just started a game called Primal, and that that could be it. You know, like it didn't have to be a Far Cry. And I think calling it Far Cry, it probably detracts from people who enjoy the Far Cry franchise. They they probably see this and they're just like, I don't really want to play that. Well, There's that's no the thing with guns. the title like, is it can be a Far Cry from the last game. I, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about Far Cry is that it's at least up until recently, every game was radical was very radically different from yeah. the one before it. I mean, well, in, they all involve jungles in some way. Not, well, oh, no. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two had jungles, too. It had a small one at the end, but I mean, but it's, it's, I mean, thematically, they're all very different. I mean, hell, in, in instincts, you were, you were practically a superhero. Um, you could leap giant distances and rip people apart with your, with your hands. Um, and then two was like this gritty kind of realistic view of, of persistent warfare in, in, uh, in Africa. And it was just, it was really just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sell today because it, you don't climb any towers and, and, uh, find new locations. Right. It was um, a lot more like, it, Doom, it was like, difficult but to there was, the game. There like was, you, you um, had to constantly fight against malaria. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds like fun. It did different things, and now Ubisoft is we're done with that. We tried that game. Now just use the same formula over and over again. Uh, it feels like all the ambition uh, is kind of kind of gone out from Far Cry. I think like it's, their, their whole ambition was now we're just going to put it in in Stone Age time and I, basically do all the same stuff. I think the problem is that three was such a massive critical darling and probably they just the biggest to hit it. that they were like oh, absolutely uh, okay this is what the people want and then they All right. found know, the spot copy paste yeah right and um, at that point they had really just like copied assassin's creed you know yeah i mean yeah so i i'm there could probably be something we say for the industry as a whole is that once you find something that's successful everybody just kind of yeah, claws yeah. away at it. Right. Movies and TV, MMOs, and yeah. all MOBA. Like, yeah. I mean, um, it's just it's so much more focused in Ubisoft because it's all down to the same mechanics. Well, and I mean, they have they're releasing games at a ridiculous rate too. So yeah. you've, you're getting more of an exposure to them as as a brand, you know. Yeah, well, it's, which, at least they're kind of learning that they shouldn't release. Yeah. You know, Assassin's Creed every year necessarily. and Maybe this is the breaking point for Far Cry and they'll take a year or two off and come back with something good. Yeah. Well, they've got... Well, they're not they're not making the division, but... They are making Watch Dogs. Yeah, too. Watch Dogs 2. And then that new uh, Ghost Recon game looks pretty awesome. It does, yes. I'm actually really excited that, for that. For one thing, I can roll around with three other people and... In an open yeah, world and have fun. It's the division, but I mean, sort in, of like in the world. Yeah. No, but I, I, all in all, I like Primal. I don't think I would pay full price for it, but it's it's holding enough of my attention that I can I will continue to play it. So yeah, that's that. Anything else, gentlemen? No. Okay. No. Cool. Mm-mm. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com so we can buy more games because we get some of the money that you spend. And uh, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via midwestgamenerds at gmail.com or at MGN Podcast on Twitter or Midwest Game Nerds on Instagram. Send us, tag us in your gamer photos. 
on Instagram and tell us how cool you think you are. <laughs> we'll probably agree with you. Um, Alex, what's Make going some on drawings with- of Jizzlypuff. Yeah. Jiz- <laughs> no. Jizzlypuff and Send Spermachu. Send them in. Don't forget John to wants Spermachu. to see him. Yeah. Spermachu and Jizzlypuff. Uh, what's going on with the film nerds? Film nerds, uh, last week we talked about a movie. The and Vich. next week, yeah, The Vitch. That's right. And the next week we are going to talk about, uh, God, I always want to call it Exodus, Gods, and Kings. What is it? Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Yeah. The non critical the, con- the continued whitewash of Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Just- so, well, I'm, I, I'm assuming it's going to be an episode on the level of The Last Witch Hunter. So, if you enjoyed Ooh. that one, you'll probably enjoy Yeah, this I have one. not read Sign good things, up. and I'm really sick of reading or seeing the trailer over and over again. Yeah. I will say in this last episode with the with the Vich, you guys spoke of doing table reads, yeah. and I want in on that. Okay, so we should actually do table reads. What I've been thinking Vich? about the, the witch, witch. Oh. but they, it's they they separated <laughs> the W into two Vs. Yeah, they stylistically put so it. So it looks I, like yeah. the Vich. I don't know anything about that. Uh, I'll have yeah. to listen to that episode. But I'm, anyways, I'm down to do table reads. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm trying to look into doing to getting the uh, to seeing how I can legally do it so that we could release it as something you could buy for like a dollar. And I don't know. I don't think that's possible. Like I have to figure out what the fair use parody procuring, but it's not parody. It it's is just unless we do parody it. Well, yeah. By, so, if we would parody it by everyone exaggerating is characters. Everyone is well, that, alone. That was, <laughs> that was the, that was the thing. Is that we would all be doing our impressions. I would be Stallone and Vin Diesel, and then Tim would do his uh, Kevin Smith and... Uh, <laughs> Snoochie Boochie! Uh, yeah. yeah, so... Well, I can be Bender. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I think it's shiny a, metal ass. I think it's a fun idea. I just want to make sure that nobody gets sued in the process of us doing it. No, so. I think, I think it would be a ton of fun, so... Anyways, that's all we have for today. And look online for that question of the week because I couldn't think of one for this current episode as we were, are recording it. And thank you so much for listening. Peace out.